We're back to the warehouse for the third Blitzball battle, and we have been watching an absolute defensive clinic in the warehouse. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about Blitzball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Hey, It was a uh, big game, bittersweet for me, because... I went full fan last episode and put myself behind hook line, and then... And then you look like an idiot. I look like an idiot now. Yeah. But uh, I hope you brought your cup of milk and I another cup of milk, cup of milk because <laughs> tell everybody who we got with us. Well, we have someone here who, one, we know loves milk, just based on his personality. Loves and milk. two, not. also loves covering these Blitzball battles on his own right. Jack Feldman is here. What's up, Jack? going on guys hey, hey. in fact the only thing I love more than milk is covering these blitzball battles <laughs> oh very excited to get into it yes he loves covering blitzball battles he loves covering himself with milk brendan i didn't say that i didn't, I didn't go that far brendan okay all right behave yourself I'm naughty naughty uh before you get into the burns i want you i'm going to do something i want you to describe go play by play with what i'm doing this is in solidarity okay Oh, oh my God! He's got a cup of milk. He's drinking it. It's still going. Uh, this is where you went before. You went to go get this. He's still. He's chugging. He's going, 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 going. The cup of milk is gone. I mean, that was just chugged was a glass of milk. Drink. Not just milk. Chocolate milk. Say it right. Chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. And why? In solidarity of hookline sinkers going down. Going Goodbye, down. Drew Davis. Drew Davis bullied me into getting chocolate milk, but now him and I are best friends. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I wow. had to drink some chocolate milk before we started. What if we start the episode? We have a guest. Peter's chugging chocolate milk on the chugging start of the episode. Milk. I got bits today, Brendan. And Jack's cleaning off all the milk that he poured all over him himself. Um, Brendan. Oh, yeah. Stop that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, let's get into the burn so we can get into the episode. Um, this is, spoiler alert, probably my worst burn. I didn't have it this morning. Very half-assed. You've said that. <laughs> You've said that for I- the past two episodes now. <laughs> You can't Sometimes keep you saying just gotta push through. I'm really phoning you. You gotta push through. I know. All right. Here All we go. All right, Brendan. Get to burning. Boing away. Well, it's She's Got Lies versus the Point Port Wine Wankers, and Jack looks like Jack on the mound again. The Ice Boys get out of the first clean after robbing poor old man Dan Blind of a hit. Jack and Zoe come to the plate like a, like a frat boy at a bar. They take advantage of tired hook line, scoring a five spot in the first. Old and Hung is able to put a run on the board, but not before Jack makes another incredibly competent catch to end the game 4-1. to one. We Got Ice is going to the championship, baby. I loved the return of Old and Hung. Got Keep it, it consistent. Got to give it one more time. What's up with Port Wine Wankers? What's that? It doesn't mean, It's just kind of you, like a... You a just sh- said words? I just said words that sound like the other words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think that was better than last episode. Jack, did you listen to last episode? Did it was lost themed? For <laughs> I no forgot reason. about the for no reason. <laughs> for yes, for yes. no reason. <laughs> a show that neither of us have seen. So I have not seen this show lost. Here we go. So I was three a for three. Confused there. <laughs> three for three. We have to ask Jimmy if he did so that if he says no, it's a clean sweep of everybody who's ever been on this pod not watching Lost. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why um, I thought it yeah, worked. So it well. was a hell of a game. Disappointing if you're me, because I love Hookline. Yeah. Um. Was, the game just, wasn't like yeah. that that good. It was just so exciting because of all the great plays. Otherwise, when it really you really boil it yeah. down, 
it was never that that intense but like it, it, the, the fan energy was just was just so hype that it got you excited to watch be watching it we got two hat throws right yeah yeah two two, two, hat two mascot dances i mean the big thing that we talked about last episode was is jack gonna regain his form he did which is great and then you had at the very beginning of the game you know zoe and jack's miscommunication on the pop out which could have gone one or two ways could have been a long day for we got ice right or karma would have come back and said hey you guys are going to have the best defensive play of any baseball type game and that's what happened yeah it it could have easily set the tone for how their day was going to go because they the two of them are they should be more in sync than anyone else in this tournament so the fact that they had that that little comeuppance there was surprising, uh, but they didn't let it get to them at all. I just love how we got ice just constantly compliments each other throughout the game. Yeah, like Zoe will be pitching and Z- Jack will just come in and be like, "You look really good right now," and then Zoe will say, "Yeah, Jack, what a play!" Like. Yeah, you just look great. Like you look great Absolutely. on the mound. Like this is the best you've ever pitched. <laughs> he he, he, also, he only threw two pitches at that point. Yeah, but he was just still trying <laughs> to put him in a in a good mood. Yeah, I mean the the two guys are sweethearts, and I love them. I love them so much. It it felt bad rooting against them, um, but at the same time, what had to happen had to happen. Yeah. So I mean, so uh, that first inning, they get out of there clean. Um. Ooh. It could have been bad, like you said, but that we we, we see that incredible diving catch. Yeah, because like it was that. first batter. And when they when they the drop ball was first batter. Yeah, when they, when they pause <laughs> that, that, so that was the last out, right? It was uh, it was Jack's catch? Which like what's the one where he dove into the? Yeah. Oh my like, such, god! Such such momentum going and going back to bat, like having that, and like okay, cool, that was a good catch. And then they do the replay and they pause where he was. He was like fully airborne for a second there, like fully yeah. laid out. It, we haven't seen anything like that. Game. Yeah, a lot of people were on the ground during this game. <laughs> a lot more than around. we've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But crazy yeah, hands. And then, crazy hands. What was it in the first inning? Uh, Rose said, "Kenobi." That was Kenobi. The second at bat, Kenobi struck out to Jack. He said that was his tenth strikeout in thirteen appearances Oof. versus Jack. All and time. And I want to check all time. All time, which was. Which is kind of insane. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of strikeouts to one guy. They they posted that video to Twitter of uh, Dan C striking out when it hits him in the stomach. Like you just get that loud <laughs> blitz ball sound on his belly. <laughs> right. He's he was in good spirits all all game long. Life. Like any, anytime something happened, like when when Jack made that amazing catch, they cut to Dan's face when it happened. He was just like like wide eyed and, and Dan's am- amazed. Awesome. What are Dan's awesome. Dan awesome. made me a huge fan in roulette. Bigger fan here. Really cool. Now I was saying to him, I wrote to him on Twitter, there's a conspiracy that I fully believe. This is bit number two. Okay. Uh, this is a conspiracy I fully believe is that We Got Ice was throwing blitz balls. But when it was time for Hookline to go take the field, uh, I believe We Got Ice painted pine cones yellow and made them throw those. <laughs> and, wh- and why do you believe this? <laughs> because uh, this is the um, bargaining part of the Sages of Grief, I think. <laughs> So, okay. so you were diehard. So, you were uh, hook line sinkers diehard. Hook line sinkers. I only wear green and yellow. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Look at him. I was hoping all your bits today, because Peter had mentioned to me off off pod that he had a bunch of bits planned for today. And after I saw the first one, I was hoping he would just be eating different things throughout the course of the show. <laughs> like, oh, did you see what BBD put on Twitter yesterday? No. 
I'm not alone. He had Taco Bell for the first time yesterday. Whoa. I did see that. <laughs> so I'm not alone. Interesting. I don't oh, so think that I've ever sense. had Taco Bell. What? Just going on two to three people in this call and they're at Taco Bell. I almost had it last night. We, we crisis averted, but we didn't. You could have it for us. I could have it for you. <clears throat> I love Taco but Bell. But then, you know, we come out of the, the top of the first uh, where it ends with obviously that beautiful defensive play. Drew's screaming fuck because he's Dan Rourke now. <laughs> um, going into the bottom of the first where you're thinking, okay, hook line can you know, make this a game so long as they keep them to two runs at most. Because we've talked about how two runs is not safe. Three runs is decently safe. Yeah. Um, and then no, that did not happen at yeah. all. Yeah, Drew, Drew just Maxed didn't have today. Drew's been like an ace of the tournament. And like you said in your notes, right. Peter, I, I saw like I didn't. I, it's something that you don't realize. You can kind of tell when you're watching, but you don't know the exact schedule of the tournament, how it's laid out. But this was right. their second game of the day. Drew, look, he looked exhausted. He, doesn't, he didn't he have his looked, release point, which... With that weird pitch, if you don't have that lockdown, you're just going to keep missing wide or high. Yeah. So, yeah, he, just, he didn't have the strike um, zone. Drew was talking to me about the episode, too, actually, last time, where we were talking about why he does that, you know, knuckles-to-the-ground submarine-style pitch. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, just give a nastier move on the, uh, the slider. Or yeah. sinker, sorry. And... I was like, yeah, okay, completely get it. it. They're disgusting, but he just, like, he was missing by a lot. Yeah. To er, in this game. Yeah. Well, he, you he, can he, kind of tell right away with Drew. Like, he's either on or he's off. Yeah, he's right. like he's like a Clay Holmes of uh, of Blitzball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, we got ice does an amazing job. Um, first game, first pitch. Sorry. Zoe popped it up, and Dan caught it in the glove, or he he knocked it up. And oh yeah, so it, this right? is like the, was this the second um, free for all in the audience? Was it the second one? I think it, they both happened in pretty quick sequence. I know that this is the one where they they zoomed in on Jake afterwards and showed that Jake took off. Yeah, his hat, yeah okay, yeah. So shirt, both shoes, and then was checking his pockets because I think he wanted to throw his sweatpants <laughs> as well. I think this is um, the second warehouse party, and then this is the one where Joe's fully comes out onto the field and starts dancing as the mascot. <laughs> so funny! Like, so we have been seeing like the the evolution of this because I think the past couple games we saw him and Jake wearing like the pom poms as hair. So yeah. I guess like each game it had start it just started to add pieces to it. I don't know why they have catcher's gear in the warehouse. Maybe maybe from like um, from floorball or something. Um, maybe I mean. We saw we we Jimmy told us that there's a lot of time, like when you're not playing anymore. There's yeah. a lot of just downtime, <laughs> and I'm sure that they were just like fucking around, <laughs> trying just to absolutely going insane something. inside the warehouse. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think Joe's should be in the next Blitzball battle. He should just be his job should be mascot only. How dare you? <laughs> He's so much, much more much more valuable as a mascot. <laughs> Oh my God! Shots man. being fired. Drew nothing, is just no, taking ricochet, nothing, ricochet shots. Nothing against his his play. I just think the mascot is extremely important now to the the lore of of Blitzball Battle. I'm going to schedule a live podcast where Joe's is a guest, and I'm just going to have him wail on you <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> sure. Joe's looks it. hilarious, though. I know. That's so the, good. The picture on his Instagram of him <laughs> just fully in the mascot gear. It's yeah, objectively hilarious. I mean, like, imagine we had that all the time. It just every game. I, I guess he could do it every game he's not playing. Yeah, 
And then who gets it? Hey, who it gets has it? to be somebody with like a drastically different body shape than yeah. Zoe's. Like it has to be uh, who would be good? I mean, K-Mac would be funny. No, 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 no. It had a small, a small little guy. No, no, someone, not even. So someone like, not even part some, of the tournament. Maybe. I'm talking under five feet tall, mm. and like a pencil. You know what I mean? I, I don't know any of this. Like those a people. child. Get baby James to do it. <laughs> <laughs> when Joe's is not it, just that. That, that would be. That would, would just be, be cute. Fantastic. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But. <clears throat> so they don't. Uh, they don't, you know, so they don't score enough here. Well, they who, haven't scored who doesn't at all. score? I know oh, they they score too much. They score four runs. They score five. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. They score four. Um. They scored five. They did. No. I think, oh, maybe. Yeah, no, they scored five because that was at the end. The The mercy run was when Drew elbow dropped the ground. Okay, yep, I have an error here. Oh, yeah, because it says yeah. we got ice wins with a four to one win. I guess we both had misprints. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oopsie. Because I, I, you're right, because I remember there being like a yeah. max out, so. It was five to one. A rare error um, by us. We never, because we never mess up. That was when, so let's talk about it since it came up. End of the inning, uh, bases loaded. Uh, it was off the wall, right? Yeah. Or off the ceiling. Jack hits a ball that Drew goes to dive for and like just misses, but at the same time slams his elbow into mm-hmm. the ground. Um, I thought that he shattered his elbow. Oof. And I, I reached out to him. He said that he was fine because he came up. He he stood up and like you. Did you see when he stood up? He was like holding his arm like this. Yeah. In my head, I was like, "That's injury position. Like he's done. Mm-hmm. This is it." Um. So I reached out to him, and I was like, hey, what went on? He was like, oh, he's fine. Um, he was in pain for about a month after the fact, but he's good now. Um, nothing really that hindered his ability at the next step bat. I want to say that he really started feeling it, like, <clears throat> a little bit after the tournament. <clears throat> yeah, you see in his, anything in in his the next game step time, bat, he gets a single. Yeah, with, like, Bruce stuff that, like that, like you can kind of power through with adrenaline and stuff and ex- excitement. But it's not like he looked amazing before that. And then looked worse. He just like still. He just still didn't have it. Um, yeah, exactly. But I, I wonder. He had some airtime. He did time on that <laughs> yeah. guy too. It wasn't <laughs> like completely horizontal. He went up. He went up yeah. and then straight down. Belly flopped. Uh, it wasn't even his first dive of the inning. I know. <laughs> I think he was diving all over the place to try and. Well, it was one. It was desperation because they were like on the verge of being thrown out. Uh, and right. two, I, I think seeing Jack make that amazing play maybe inspired him a little bit to like toss himself around. Yeah, Jack and Zoe. Zoe yeah. is sprinting all over the field mm-hmm. in this. I mean, that's how well, he he's, always he's always playing like that. Yeah, we love Zoe. This is a Zoe podcast. Everybody knows it. Yeah, it's always been a Zoe podcast. I mean, so maybe between the two of them, I say Zoe and Drew maybe play harder than anybody in the tournament. Brendan, you can't say things like that. I can say whatever I want. Okay, Brendan, I, got, I got the mic. The, you're right. That's you true. took my mic. <laughs> they do. They, they play. The two of them play extremely hard in the field. They do play really hard. Drew was doing a lot of talking this game, which he wasn't really doing um, in previous games. Oh, my God. How did I forget about this? Before (laughs) Jack had me cracking up, because before that play with Drew, his at-bat before it, uh, where he was up against Dan Canobio, who got him like behind in the count early, and then he gets a, just a single <laughs> to yeah. score one run. He leans in really close to Zoe's face and goes, do I bat flip? I was dying <laughs> when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Jack really is an absolute character, and I love it. Because just seeing Batter Jack versus Pitcher Jack, because he was talking yeah. a little bit of shit with the hello goodbye thing on the mound, too, yeah. when he struck out. Yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty loose. They're pretty loose. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I like when, I think it was Moylan who was singing A Whole New Zoe to the tune of The yeah. Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Moylan, Moylan really and, and Rose are just so great in the booth. <laughs> they really are. They really hit their stride in this tournament yeah. uh, around like game <clears throat> eight, I want to say, where it went from, oh, we're calling the games to, fuck it, we're going to be entertaining too. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Davis had reached out uh, in the DMs because he, he heard us last episode talking about how the audience was lackluster. And he, I think you explained it to me, Peter, too, that the that people had missed the bus that day, and there weren't a lot of people, and they were tired. It was like the day five of it all. He's like, but he's like, but game sixteen, I promise you, everything's back. The audience is back. The booth is back, and all of all of that stuff in this game really made made it one of the, one of the funniest episodes. Just really incredible. We also have the uh, Moylan saying, I don't I don't know the context of it, but he's he tries to make a portmanteau of appropriate and so he says it's appropriate. And then Chris Rose just like hangs his head. He's like, "I'm not even gonna fucking touch that." <laughs> just, just like, "Please shut up, Moylan. I'm so I'm done with you today." Oh my goodness! A lot of great work for the booth. So, so we so we, we're, we're down to the uh, the top of the second. Even Kelsey, Kelsey was just Kelsey's been hysterical. Yeah, Kelsey's great. I wish we I wish we get more of her. But she only does yeah, these tournaments. Too. too bad she li- she like lives in Colorado or something. Yeah, because right? she's the Rockies girl. I mean, it really, it's incredible how many people travel from all over to make this tournament happen yeah but inning two inning do two. or die do or die go ahead jack you want to take this one yeah so it started off good for the hook line sinkers i mean they got i think drew singled to start it off and then dan came up zoe is pitching and if you're facing we got ice this is when you have to capitalize because yeah. jack is just so dominant and we saw all game Dan had no shot against Jack. He was swinging at pitches that were hitting him right in the chest. Yeah. And the big the big at-bat, so they have first and second, no outs. Drew Davis up against Jack. And Drew works a bit of a count. And then he chases on a 3-2 pitch. That's where Jack does the hello, goodbye, talking his shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Me, that was <clears> the <throat> difference because if you get pieces loaded... We've seen so many magical moments in the warehouse where you can kind of sense, like, okay, like, oh, it's happening. There could be a magical moment coming here. Yeah, I was kind of getting that sense that we might have been working up to a comeback, but we've we had a lot Jack of grand slams in this tournament. Just shutting the door. He's shutting the door. Yeah, old Jack is back. You know, and we've we've really gotten this. Uh, when Zoe has to go back in later too, and and he closes it out. Their strategy for Zoe pitching, especially against a good offense, is to please like pitch to contact they they expect him to get hit hopefully it's on the ground and then jack just wants to make a play and that's exactly what happened by the end of the game like I, to me in that moment when i saw him make that final catch that one almost looked like a higher level of difficulty than the dive because when you're diving <clears throat> if you don't make the play it's not really against you like that's sure like you, you tried really hard it was Incredible degree of difficulty, but the one that's right at you hit that hard when that ball moves so much when it's hit really hard. Right, it like knuckles when, it you, knuckles. Hit when you hit it. Right? Yeah, yeah, and then some, sometimes if it's hit with topspin, it has that crazy sink to it too. So who knows what it was doing towards Jack? But it was hit really hard, and he's able to. And any ball hit right at you in any sport is just really difficult to read. 
So him, him yeah. being able to make that play, knowing it's the final out of the game, knowing that with it sent no you to glove. the championship with no glove, uh, that what a, what a play. Crazy. It, Again, crazy. That's what impresses me the most about We Got Ice is their fielding. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have tried to catch a blitz ball. It mm. is not easy. No. I, yeah. I played baseball my entire life. Pretty used to catching things. Catching blitz balls are downright <laughs> impossible. Like they knuckle, they're lighter than you think. Yeah. So just when and you're trying to you catch an too. object that light. Combination. And the fact that Jack on the dive, one hand caught it, that's so impressive. <laughs> yeah. I think he caught they it with really like his fingertips. Becoming... Like he snow coned it with his own his own hand. Yeah. They really are becoming like each team is sort of falling into a niche, right? Pinstripe Strong is the offensive team. Uh, hook line is the pitching team. <clears throat> we got ice is like kind of becoming the defensive team mm-hmm. who can also pitch and hit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of nuts but where you have like these all rounder teams. Like you had Trevin Vinny in the previous iterations being these perfect, um, the perfect team. They do everything pretty well. Yeah. Como in this game, they're doing everything pretty well. And then you have, we got ice who feels like, the next complete team. And I'm mm-hmm. really interested to see how they're going to play Como at the end of this all. So would you say that we got ice is like Mario's team in any Mario sports game where they're like, they're all average or, or like they're, they're like a balanced team. I, I'll say that but it's, it really seems like it yeah. now. Cause they're definitely slightly above average and everything. Play. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think like, so before this game, the best play of the tournament, in my opinion, was Drew running to get a ball behind him for the out, right? Yeah. We had two plays in this game that I think beat that. Yeah. From We Got Ice. Yeah. So I would say, like, yeah, they're pretty average with maybe a little more, like the average team in a Mario game, where like okay. every everybody's good depending on how you build it up. Yeah. But with a little more defensive prowess than i would say not a little more a lot more than the rest of the tournament mm-hmm. but i wouldn't say that's like a defining factor right of their style so it would come over like a, for oh, you sure, guys yeah so talking about we got ice's defense how much when you when we're talking about what chance we're giving them against como how much do you factor in their defense is it something that you just say oh well they play great defense that's cool but that's probably not going to be the reason why they win. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Defense in warehouses, you know, it can fluctuate by game. Mm-hmm. Or, or are we thinking that's a legitimate reason why they have a real shot to beat Como? Well, the big thing for Como has been Caden hits a lot of singles. <clears throat> a lot of singles. So you can have that potential to steal an out on a single there. They, they don't miss hit as much. So those pop-ups, I don't think you're going to see a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe and Jack get great jumps on the ball, though. So if there is a pop-up, yeah. they'll probably get there. Um, yeah, like the one that's Sam- better hit off the side of the wall, they could they could catch. Yeah. You know? Sammy hits a lot of doubles and homers. Yeah. Um, I think Sam- Sammy has 11 hits. Three, uh, Six of them are doubles or homers. So it's all a matter of, with those, like, are you standing in the right spot? With the singles on the ground, right. you could have a little time to run and get there. So maybe they'll be able to steal something. But I don't think it's going to play as big of a role unless the ball's hit directly at them. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to say because it's only a two inning game. If I say if there if this was like a a two game series, three game series, whatever it is, over the long period, maybe it would play more of a factor. But there are some blitzball games where there's not even an out made in the field. It really just depends on everything. And uh, like Peter was saying, Como just absolutely rakes. I don't know how like, what their ground ball percentage is or anything like that. I think they just hit the ball so hard, even if they do hit it on the ground. You might just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, so I, I, w- I would say it's most likely a non-factor, but baseball and blitzball is a weird sport. They could just, you know, get lucky and be able to use their defensiveness to uh, to their benefit. Yeah. They may uh, they may be playing ground balls only. We don't know. They could change the rules for the final. Could be. That's it. They, only they, those count. They've been known, <laughs> they've yeah. been known to change the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, at the end of it all, I think that we got a really great game. Uh, I don't think anybody would have guessed that, like, of the final three teams, it was going to be, well, Como, I think a lot of people guessed, but I don't think the other two people were expecting hook, line, and we got ice. Maybe one, but not the other. I think that um, my pick was going to be, it was the final three was going to be Como, Love Yous, we got ice. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Lovey's um, going to go Hook a lot Line. further. Hookline was a great darling in this tournament. I loved it. Um, we are a Zopod, but I'm a hooker at heart, so <laughs> I really wanted them to win. Is that, I, like, is that bit number three? That's no, not a bit. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. That's what um, uh, Dan Canobio, I like tweeted out that I like loved Hookline, and Dan Canobio uh-huh. was like, welcome to the hookers, and I was like, all right, done. <laughs> <I didn't see laughs> that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, Hook Line could they have did a really been great job. In position we really entertaining. In. Sorry, Brendan, what did you say? Uh, Hook Line could easily be in the same position that we guys is in. Any a different day, Hook Line wins this game too. I think they're they're pretty even. It, it just it just went down a different different way today. I think they're very yeah. talented. Um, good for them. Congratulations, Drew and Dan. Uh, I don't think if they're the same team in the next iteration of Blitzball Battle, I don't think they're going to be rated. <laughs> bottom four uh yeah. they did a fantastic job and they can hit and pitch like yeah. that's all you really need I how many I, of these teams have we seen with one pitcher or like one guy who's good at the plate right that's they what, could that's do what both, makes both of them four. can do both i was really impressed by kenobio pitching this tournament oh yeah his ball has a lot of movement and he locates just as well as any other pitcher in this tournament yeah and his breaking balls yeah. too. he's able to throw that breaking ball for a strike a lot of times Right, which is interesting because in Blitzball Battle 1, when it was Kenobio and Shackle, like they didn't really have a great handle on pitching, either of them. And then Dan comes back in roulette, and I'm just like, Who? where was this guy in the first battle? Yeah. Um, and then he just carried it over to here. His, his, you know, his batting, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, he uh, did not have great batting. I think he dropped from like fourth worst to third worst yeah this, this, this could be maybe like the, that could have been the difference in the tournament for hook line is uh, if dan was able to step up a little bit for hook line right you know maybe maybe this turns out a little bit differently but he he, he didn't find it I, I know he's a better hitter than what we saw yeah and they just seemed tired you know it was their second game of the day they played a hard fought fought battle against uh rotten and uh, unfortunately that's what happens the better regular season players get preferential treatment when it comes to the playoffs. It's just how playoffs work. Um, would have been cool if they could have kept it together, but completely understand 
what happened. We Got Ice is a great team. No excuses here. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think the two of them just know how to play in a tournament. They're, they're the most experienced in the warehouse. I, I think, you know, if it comes down to the two of these teams, I think if there's a, a long series, like a seven-game series, I think maybe We Got Ice wins by one. But the two of them are just so close, and they, they have each other's back in any situation. I think it makes sense for them to go to the championship. And, and it's also exciting to have this rematch. Of Como versus uh, We Got Ice. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Especially they gave with them the, the storyline of, yep, with the storyline of, hey, can Jack put it back together? Right. He got slapped, he got slapped around. around. Yeah. I, I've never uh, seen anything like that from Jack. I mean, he he was shelled. Yeah. As an understatement. Anyway, they, we were, were talking about it too. Over. How he wasn't throwing a lot of balls. He was just, I guess, he was like maybe middle middle a lot or something. It was hard to tell, but it was it was very jarring to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, before we but, get too much into previews, I want to get to uh, other segments first. Player of the game. Player of the game. You got it. Player of the game. Jack Doyle. Incredible. Yeah. I, even mostly just for pitching. <laughs> coming back from that, coming back from that performance we were just talking about, and not being shell shocked, and coming back up there and executing where everyone else is getting so tired and he's able to just have a rubber arm and be jack doyle and on top of that make two of the best defensive plays we've ever seen in the entire warehouse and they're game-changing ones too amazing yeah we talked about it before we started recording jack got all four of the outs you know he had four strikeouts and then made those two plays in the in the field Uh, on top of that he gets three rbis um you know, it's one of those things where we run into so often in these Blitzball battle games where it's very clear who the MVP is. Yeah. Absolutely. No walks. Zero walks. Zero How many walks. times do you so do that in a Blitzball battle? Blitzball. That's so yeah. hard yeah. to do. Yeah, we, we love a game with, with no walks. They don't, there's some games where there's just so many, so many walks, and it becomes a little bit of a slog. So, I mean, just to, credit to him for putting on a, a good performance at, like content-wise for giving us like a, a fun game to watch. Yeah. Just to bounce back, too, because correct me if I'm wrong, but the We Got Ice Como game, was that filmed Was filmed on the same day or a different day? Day before. Day before. Day before. Okay, yeah, because so. they were talking either in a post-game or a pre-game how the winner of that game only has to play one game on that final day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jack gets shelled against Como, comes back the next day just lights it up against the hook line sinkers yeah yeah impressive yeah, it, very impressive resiliency is the best thing in sports i say it yeah i think it feels like every episode at this point um and just jack to come back and yeah and do that was incredible sometimes a night sleep's all you need you just need to reset yeah just one night sleep not two not two then he'd be fucked up not, again <laughs> you get two and you're it's it's, it's an odds and evens thing three <laughs> yeah. nights you're good again you're good again Four? Uh-oh, mm-hmm. watch out. You want to keep going? We could go up to a lot of numbers. <laughs> I, can go as far I know as, a lot of numbers. I can go as far as 11. I know a lot of numbers. But you're big a numbers, numbers Big numbers guy. Big numbers guy. Play of the game. Play of the game. Uh, I had a really tough time picking this one. I, it's going to be one of Jack's defensive plays. Right. It's either going to be the one that end the game or the one to end the first. Well, tell us. Uh, what's going to be. I don't know. So, do so you, let's Jack, skip. Do you want to do? <laughs> go ahead. You can pick it. It's one of those two. 
for me, it's the play to end the game. I just think that like in that it. situation, I agree. Base is loaded. The tying run is at the plate. If Drew gets a hit there, let's just say that gets through. Then the tying run is on first. Zoe maybe gets a little more nervous where now. You have Zoe. Yeah, you have Jack pitching. I'm pretty sure. No, Zoe pitching. Yeah, right. I mean, that's when you got to capitalize on we got ice. And to end the game on a ball that, you're right, the the diving catch, that's that's very instinctual. But on a ball right at him, you know, that's the play he's got to make. Yeah, um, all the more pressure. And it was just he did it, and that's why we got ice is going to the championship. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a, that's a good I, point I, you put up there, too. I mean, if, if that ball is dropped, pressure in the blitz, in the blitz ball warehouse is a, a real thing, and things could start to snowball fast. So that, that nips it in the butt. Yeah, because Zoe had to pitch at that point. Jack yeah. had already gotten his four outs. Yep. Um, I was only leaning towards the other one for, like, entertainment purposes because that final out almost seemed too fast right. because it the pitch came in, he hit it, out, done, game <laughs> yeah. over. And I'm just like, uh, like uh, oh, oh, that's it. We're in the other one, it was more of a dramatic play with mm-hmm. the dive and – no regard for his own safety because his head came so close to the wall. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'd agree in terms of an actual play, that final out was better. It, it meant more in terms of, you know, saving the game because, like you said, if he drops it, there's a whole other scenario we could go into. Uh, I do want to say, Zoe has impressed me the most as the tournament has gone on because it seems as though his pitching is just getting better. Every time he comes, he's like adding new pitches, which I know me and Brendan were talking about on episode like one or two that um, Brendan didn't believe that people would be adding pitches during the tournament. Mm-hmm. He was wrong. He's a dummy. And especially, yeah, people like Dan Work, <laughs> Dan Gnomeo. <laughs> uh, so like Joe's Zoe's adding new pitches with command over them as this tournament goes on. Yeah. I wonder if it's so, something that he he has learned before the tournament, but like was afraid to break out because it's not his one, two, or three pitch. You know, he has it in, yeah. in the back of his his back pocket, but like, yeah, maybe I don't throw this that often. It's like when starters go up there with six pitches and they're only using three or four for the day. So maybe yeah. it, maybe it's I mean, using his like, fourth and fifth pitch. But the fact that Jack catches this ball, we don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about how Zoe is going to react to everything. Yeah, you know. But yeah, uh, was, Jack, do you have any game. like? Honorary mentions, like players or plays or moments of the game? I just think that that was a really good point about Jack. When he do- when he dove for that ball, he was very close to the wall. And we've seen a couple of plays where maybe the ball wasn't hit that hard. It was just a little dribbler. And players have been scared to dive to stop it in that mm. corner area. We've seen them kind of, kind of hold themselves up a couple times. So to see Jack dive near that wall... We haven't seen that a lot this tournament, so yeah. that was that was a really good point. That was could have been scary and yeah. great play by Jack, very brave and great wherewithal yeah, too, I just to say, know like, his, the dimensions of that warehouse. Like they they know it well, right? I want to say in the We Got Ice versus Como game, there was a play. I forget who hit it. Somebody hit it to the corner, either Jack or Zoe, and you saw Caden and Sammy like pull up big time in a, in a play that. You know, a ball that was probably playable, mm-hmm. um, but they just pulled up right at the end to give the single away. And it's things like that um, where I'm not advocating for them to throw their head at a wall. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it's things like that where a play like that means just a little bit more when there's others who are hesitant to do so. Right. 
Yeah. Um, I guess we, this is, Brendan, it brings do you us right remember our predictions too. from the last episode? About what we, I think I, I guess another three home runs. I'm guessing. Oh, I remember yours. Wrong. Yours was that Zoe's going to get like four outs or something. Oh yeah, I no no no. I said that Dan Canobio was going to get four outs. Okay, so we're um, both wrong. Which I was kind of right. Drew got zero outs and Dan got two. So if you like Just multiply by two, two from what I was predicting, yeah, it's a, a win's a win. Um, <laughs> if you like just said something four, different, it would have been right. For the final, what are you guys? What are your specific predictions before we get into who you think is going to win? You can go first, Jack. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is not. Which is a, taking a risk because yeah. we've seen a lot of high-scoring games. Blitzball. Not a lot of low-scoring games in Blitzball Battle Three. Right. I just think Jack's going to dominate. I think going to get over the nightmare that was the last Como Captains game. Mm-hmm. He's going to be filthy. I hope so. Another storyline going into this game is correct me if I'm wrong, but. The game where Caden only threw curveballs, pretty much. That was yes. against We Got Ice. Yep, that was the last game. Yes. Yeah, it was when Jack said he couldn't see it. Yes, Jack. Zoe was actually seeing them fairly well. Yeah. Jack was lost. So we're going we're gonna to see if Jack is going to be able to make that adjustment because I assume he knows what he's going to see from him. Yeah, and Caden knows Man. he's going to go right back to that because Caden has not been able to throw fastballs for strikes, so he's going to keep going with that curveball. Um. I'm also curious to see if they, the Como guys will see Zoe because they didn't see Zoe very well. He was under under their hitting speed. I wonder if they're going to make an adjustment because they had to make an adjustment for this tournament in general to this hitting speed, and now Zoe is like another level below that. So I think that's why they had so much trouble with him last game. Um, so I think that that could be to we could actually benefit having two guys that pitch two completely different speeds. That could that could mess them up a little bit as long as Jack is on. But I wonder if they're going to catch up with Zoe or not. Um. Hmm. I stumped you. You stumped me. <laughs> Who's Zoe? <laughs> Don't know. Heard of this guy? <laughs> no, I'm not, I wasn't listening to you. I was looking something up. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, <laughs> Love the honesty. <laughs> gotcha, Brendan. Um, I think. Hmm. Hmm. I think Sammy Reeser is going to get six RBI. He's just going to finish his MVP tour and just, just go out with Just completely, bang. like, we were talking about it in the last episode, like, with you, the batting stats. Uh, I think Drew took walks off of him, but Sammy's still leading in five categories. Mm. Yeah. You know, if you want to see him, uh, the batting stats, my Twitter handle is uh, Peter Posk. Um, I tweet out, I tweeted out the ones after this game. Uh, so you could like look at it before the final to see like what you think is going on. Sammy's also the only player in the tournament to get both kinds of hits by pitches. <laughs> the oh, one with the, the sixty plus side. to the head That's and cool. the four hitting a person. That's a fun or the stat. Three hitting a person. I don't see Jolly um, all talking about that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like get that. on top. Get on top of it, Jolly. Come on, we need the hit by pitch stats. <laughs> um, but going into larger predictions, I've been saying since the beginning I think Como's going to win the whole thing. Uh, I'd love for We Got Ice to win because, like I said, we're a Zopod, always been a Zopod, except for this episode. Um, I think Como's going to win the game, but I do think it's going to be close, just like mm. their last meeting. So I think if it's close, 
We Got Ice takes it, and it's super exciting, and the, the whole crowd is going absolutely ballistic. Just because of all the things I've heard from people inside the warehouse and, and Jumping Media, they've been talking up this tournament and how, how good the ending is. Um, so maybe it, is, maybe it is a close game and Como wins, but I, th- I think they would be excited about the ending if it's one of their home homegrown people to win it. Or it'll just be like a dud of an ending and Como just annihilates them. So it's either my, my predictions are either Como wins by a landslide and just puts off an offensive clinic, or, uh, or it's close and We Guys takes it. We got ice wins ten zero is what you're saying. Ten zero, we got ice no matter what. I I agree. I think that's a good point. That there's a really good chance that Como just annihilates them. Yeah, they they've gotten more and more comfortable every game. <laughs> every game. Seen them just to first it was the pitch speed. Mm-hmm. And then once they got that under control, you know their hitting just went off and. I'm rooting for We Got Ice because I know how much Zoe wants it. Like, Zoe yeah. wants it so bad. It would be so cool if We Got Ice won. Yeah. Zoe had, a, had, a, Zoe had another Zoe mint. That would be yes. awesome. But I just think Como's going to win. I think Como is going to capitalize off of Zoe pitching. I think they're going to adjust to the pitching speed, and they're going to take the win. I'll say, say something like 4-1. Okay. Ooh. We get scores out here now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back banners. Oh, I'm, I'm keeping receipts. <laughs> <laughs> back to back banners for Jack and Zoe would be cool. I mean, especially for, really for cool. Zoe to get one that's also half his, where the other one literally says Team Jack on it. So, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can get one that he shares. Completely. But I'm not betting with my heart ever again after this. <laughs> game. It was broken. It was broken. My heart was broken. I reached, I tweeted out to, to Dan and Drew. I said, say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> say it ain't so, boys. So. So, Peter, you know what you uh, can say? You could say um, your famous quote about Como and what they do to other teams. I'm not saying that again. <laughs> that was a mistake. Big mistake. That was, <laughs> that was because I was tired, Brendan. You can't do that. And I reneged on it immediately. <laughs> I immediately said, no, 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 no. If you know um, what we're talking nobody, about, we're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> nobody go back and listen to that episode. Um, yeah. But I looked it up. I was looking it up while you were talking. We were talking about this beforehand. I can't remember if we brought it up on here or not, but um, I looked it up while you were talk- doing your prediction, Brendan. And it was a really yes, good one. You missed out on it. Hook line, hook line did win their only elimination games while wearing their whites. Wow. So, so that was a stupid thing you're looking up when you were ignoring me. Wow. No, that is interesting. Yeah, I guess. So good for them. Don't I, ever play in green again. I have one more um, question before we uh, wrap this up for everybody. From the audience. From the audience. Me, the audience. The live the live chat the has live asked a question. Wild. What Mario captain would uh, would Como captains be? Because we we said that individually we got ice is like the Mario team. Oh, who, as a team. Yeah, who who would Como be? Bowser's. Bowser. I was gonna guess Donkey Kong. So it's because very Bowser's similar. Bowser's such a good pitcher and hitter. Yeah. And his whole team is good hitters. Oh, but Donkey Kong's a good one too because Donkey Kong's team Donkey Kong's a good pitcher and his team is known for singles. I guess Caden doesn't really slug too much. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. I think Donkey Kong is the right okay. answer. So it's, then. it's either Donkey Kong or Bowser though. I think we could agree. Reach out to us on Twitter. Tell us why we're wrong. Um, and we'll tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, that's right. We'll light you up. 
I think that, that you, have you played it. Mario Sluggers, Jack? I feel like I have. I'm not. I'm not a huge Mario guy, but mm. I feel like back in the day, you know, on the Wii. Yeah. I, I had some fun with the uh, we would like Mario play. baseball game. Yeah. That was one where you actually swung with the Wii Mote too. Yeah. Yes. And you had to break your TV. Yes. Contractually obligated. That's the way. <laughs> Peter, you got anything mm. uh, else you want to talk about, or Jack, you got anything else? We got it covered. I All think right. we were talking a little bit earlier about how we think you know, Sammy can secure his position as MVP of the tournament with a big performance. I would just ask, who do you guys think right now are like top three MVP candidates? Definitely Sammy. Lou, Drew, Sammy. Drew and Sammy. I think that's, Lou, I think that's it. Based Sammy. on the numbers especially, because I look at Peter's stats every, every time he upstates them. I, I think just pure numbers, that's it right there. And Sammy so far has it in the bag, as long as he performs again in this game. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's got if they, if, especially if they can win a championship. Yeah, yeah yep. he has an 800 OBP. <laughs> Sammy has an 800 OBP. He almost ne- almost never gets out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on the pitching side, you know, Sammy has 10 strikeouts in less games than almost everybody else played. Wow. You know, Drew has 11 and 5. Trevis 14 and 5. Um, oh, I guess Trev is going to, you know, barring Sammy doing a Jack Doyle-esque performance, Trev is going to win the K title. That's okay. pretty cool. All right. But Trev also has the most earned runs. Quote <laughs> He's got unquote, a lot of, run. lot of earned We've run. talked about this before. I call it an earned run. I know it's not an earned run. It's just a lot easier to keep track yeah. of that way. It's a lot of keeping track with like who led on what, which runner. Right. It was, it's just whoever threw the pitch that made the run. Yeah, we'll let, we'll let Jolly take care of that. Yeah, Jolly, you could reach out to us. Um, I'll give you my home address on Twitter so you could call it. Come over, we'll have a brew, and then we'll, we'll talk about No, Peter, you don't drink brews. You drink chocolate milk only now. Uh, you're right. It's true. Never drank a brew in my life. I'm going to go drink a beer now. Okay. Jack, do you uh, want to plug your socials? There we go. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. completely forgot so, about that. You guys can follow me just at JackFellman222 on Twitter. I've been making you know, the game breakdowns of the warehouse games, so I'm going to keep doing that, and I guess... That's it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Of yeah, course. Of course. Thanks, thanks, for thanks for coming. On. Thanks for coming right before you were on your way to Iceland. Yeah, and Jack's um, breakdowns are really, really good. They're yeah. really, really good. If you haven't so been we'll listening to them or watching them, do that before you listen to this because this is a long form and it's probably much more boring. His gets right to the point. doesn't waste any time, and it's more, much more yeah, professional. Yeah, right in there. So just, just and look, it has look clips at... from the game, so you know what he's talking about. Exactly. Check it out. Okay. Love it no, I don't have anything to add. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>